That's a guapoli. I had to think about it. Like, wait a minute, I know the song. The song I was just singing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know the song. DJ the Chicago Kid. Hey, we Hello. are live. Hello, welcome, welcome. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm sure you're like, where is that beautiful background that you used to have? It's well, still here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh yours, you got, yours, yours, yours. You got yours. Yours is beautiful too. Kinda. Yours it's is beautiful. Best shower curtain money can buy, buddy. Hey, listen. Some people put curtains. Some people put sheets, blankets. True. But tonight, Aha. we're putting shower curtains. Mm-hmm. Remember when that um. That shower rod was uh, popular. <laughs> well, it was popular for one person because, uh, and I'm surprised. Okay, this is gonna sound horrible. I'm surprised she was able to maintain because she ain't skinny. I know I ain't skinny, but neither is Nini. I was like, wait a minute, that hell? No, you? it wasn't Nini. You sure it, it was Mimi? Oh, I always thought it was that Mimi chick. I was like, wait a minute. No, it was Mimi. I was say, where you get that shower curtain from? Because I need that one. I'm done. Oh, no. heavyweights. No. No. <laughs> so those of you who have tuned in, if this is your first time, then um you guys are in for a treat. Um go away, puppy. Oh god. Um, I just literally are... told my dog like this. Like, so. You guys are in for go away. Oh Jesus. Not you customers. Are... No, no, no. Family stay. Dog. Yes, you, yeah. yeah, everybody say, but uh, the puppy got to go. Um, you guys are in for a treat. So tonight, um, as always, we have our co-host, our guest co-host, the one and only Mr. RG himself. The new right corporate in commander game. in the building. Yes, what's your, let me take this down. What's your name tonight? The new Cobra commander. Okay. Yes, the run back from the show from okay. um, Simply Sports. All right, Awesome. Um, so he is filling in for the Cocoa Puff Master, um, himself, um, Alan Newman Jr. And, um, before we even get started, RG, how are you doing tonight? You're awesome. I am well. I am well, well, well. I'm glad you, uh, gave me a ring and asked me to fill in because I was sitting there like, man, I'm bored. I need something to kind of, you know, do. You know, this is my night out when I'm on podcasting. Yeah. So this is like your Friday night. Oh, yeah. It just happens multiple times in a week, which is awesome. Hey, can't be mad at you. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, How I about you? Day, I had a day off from work yesterday, so um, I got a lot done. Just doing a lot of decorating, mm-hmm. um, reorganizing as you guys, you know, the background. Uh, I relocated the studio, so I'm in the process of really just tweaking it and getting it to where I'm satisfied with it. Um a lot of moving furniture around, spending a lot of money this week. Um, but most importantly, just relaxing. I think that Sweet. was necessary because I, when I work, I work. So being able to um, just relax. Hey, Kim. Hey, Kim. Just relax. Um, that's what I needed. I think my body, everybody's body needs to take a break at some point in time because if mm-hmm. you don't take a break, it's going to make you take a break. So, which way would you rather have it? Yeah. Um, what does it say? Walk away before you get carried away, pretty much? Hello. Yes. 
So you guys are in for a treat tonight. Um, we're supposed to have two guests. I'm not too sure if the um, um, Pretty K is going to be able to make it tonight. But if not, I told her, hey, don't worry. We'll always be able to get you on one of these episodes. So Thanks. shout out to you, Pretty K. Um, and, of course, we're going to have Mr. Phil Watkins himself. Um, so he will be joining us at 830. So I guess we can go ahead and just um, go ahead and start the show, right? Indeed. Mm. It just stopped randomly. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, right. Oh. It's like you play your musical chairs and then they just stop the music. Indeed. That's what it feels like. Like, I never know. And I'm the one that created the intro. And I, I never know when it's going to stop. So um, tonight we are talking about highly educated but stuck on stupid because we all <laughs> know someone who has every degree possible but yet makes the most reckless decisions. So um, I did actually post a video up earlier in the week on um, YouTube, uh, mm -hmm. just inquiring on when it comes to dating potential prospects, does ed the, edu the level of education really matter? But before we get into that, let us know that you are in the chat. Drop a what's up, drop a I'm in here. Let us know so we can shout you out. We appreciate your support. If you have downloaded this episode, um, you missed us. You missed us again. Yeah. Make sure that you guys are tuning in every Wednesday evening, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for your girl Simply Bree. And, of course, we got our guest co-host, uh, a.k.a. Fam, Mr. RG himself, a.k.a. the new Cobra Commander. Yes. Diversity. So, yes, exactly. Now, we have a segment. Mm -hmm. um, where we uh, will announce fun, random fun animal facts. Now, um, the past couple of weeks, I have actually been going through and, um, oh, what's going on, Phil? Phil well, said, let's go. Um, so the past couple of weeks, I have been running back all of the animal fun facts. Um, like I said, I recently moved uh, some stuff around, so I don't know where the list is at. So what do you it's a lot. Like, okay, if I'm trying to go, can you go off of memory? Can you think of some? Um, I know crocodiles cannot stick out their tongue. Yes. I know the mammals. I know the bats are the only mammal capable of flight. Yes. I know female lioness um, like to have sex 20 times a day. And if the lion can't get it up, she likes to oh. bite the junk until it gets back going. Yes. Octopus has like nine brains and three hearts. That is correct. And according to Kiki, like they don't all work independently. So if you lose yeah. one heart, you're dead. D E D, like dead. Anito. D R T, dead right there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, something that what was it? Something somebody was from a oh turkeys. Um, turkeys fly can be in trees. Turkeys sleep in trees. Turkeys sleep in trees, and I say that's a lie because there's too many in a bag on Thanksgiving. Yes. So <laughs> bad job on you, turkey. Bad yes. job on you. Female ferrets will die if they don't get sex while they're in heat. Yes. Because of a chemical building up in their bones. And I know we had uh, dolphins get high off of pufferfish. Yes. Kangaroos have three vaginas. 
So it's like a mixed bag on which where the baby's gonna come out of. Mixed right. bag. So a whole point <laughs> good at the same time. Oh goodness. <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah. Um, let me see. Is that oh porcupines? So male porcupines will fight in order to uh get to urinate on the female porcupine, which it turns her on, so she lifts up her coils and lets them in. And they don't even get 30 years in prison for it. I'm done. Okay. So you said that. Who said that? So tonight, Mr. RG is going to be blessing us with his animal fun (laughs) fact, sir. So please take it away. Curtis, shout out to my kid John, my executive, my executive producer over here in my little small network. He came up with this fun fact and Wow, I, I was pretty shocked when I actually Googled it. So, female sloths scream for sex as loud as they can. They try. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought my I thought it was tripping. I was like, you bugging. I was like, what? yo, I'm like, I don't understand if that's education or I failed him. I'm not sure which one right now, but this is pretty interesting. All right. So when they're trying to get to they're trying to get the attention of every three male sloth in the area. When the sloth hollers can be heard from almost a kilometer away. So this signals to the males to compete for the female. And they do so by hanging from a tree by their feet and pawing at each other until there's a winner. So you got a lot of stuff going on. So you got the woman screaming, waiting for a mate. Then you got the sloths hanging from a tree, socking each other until somebody (laughs) falls off. And then they get the woman. That is too much. That's like a slow rock'em sock'em robot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> robot. I have that never. That is the funniest stuff I've heard all day, by the way. I have never. Like, okay, so is the scream a slow scream? Like, I don't know. I was almost afraid to Google it because I don't want my search engine to end up like yours. But <laughs> probably after the show, I'll probably. I'm like, why do I need to know this? I don't even know why I need to know this. So. That is interesting. And they say it's in D sharp. So they actually carry a note as a screen, <laughs> by the way. I want to come back as a sloth. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, wow. Okay. Well, thank you for that fun fact, John. Um, <laughs> your dad is raising you well. Yeah, I, I hope so. Yeah, that's uh, definitely unique, might I add. So, okay. For the, those who didn't know, um, sloths scream at the D D note. Yep. Um, ah, the D note. That is funny. <laughs> <laughs> what are they yelling like? Give me the D. Like, what are they yelling? Stop. Get it. Get it. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious as to how this Let works. Let me see but... you pop that thing. Check that, that do the brown. Oh, my gosh. Okay. It's like a loop video in the animal world going here. It's amazing. Something going on. So tonight we are talking about um, highly educated but stuck on stupid. Now let me let me pose this question to you, and this is also for those of you uh, in the chat who would like to participate in the conversation. Just drop your comments in below, and we will of course put them up on the screen. Do you feel when it comes to dating that um, the level of education matters? Is it a factor in the dating world? Uh, I would say no, per se. Um, but you gotta have some brains, though. You just can't be like, "Why do I eat cereal?" You know, you can't be that dumb. You know, you gotta have a little something. something you know, just saying. I know it sounds horrible. 
Okay, so you say no. Um, those of you who are watching live, do you feel as though the level of education uh, factors in when it comes to prospects? Um, for myself, I'm, mm, I, I like um, someone who is determined. I'm done, Kiki. Kiki says, I'm moderately educated and stuck on stupid. Okay. <laughs> That's, that's okay, Kiki. I appreciate I mean, your honesty. That's the funniest thing I've officially exactly. heard. Exactly. Um, for me, uh, you know, I look for someone who at least has a high school diploma. That to me, because I'm looking at it like, if we were to have children, are you going to be okay with the child not wanting to finish high school because you didn't finish high school? Well, I look at it like this. We know who's not doing their homework with them. <laughs> Very simple. RG. <laughs> that's so wrong <sighs> yeah um i love a lot of i mean i just i just look at it like what do we have in common here like granted i did not complete college but i'm closer to my associates by like two at least two classes um <laughs> no not really so kiki says no not really but you gotta have something going on for yourself you can't yeah. be a lazy bum yes i agree what were you saying, RG? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It don't have to be like pure surprise, but damn, you know. Kim said, depends on the high school. Ooh. There are some schools back home that they lost their accreditation. Like, so you were going, but you wasn't getting no high school diploma. You got no. degree at lunch. <laughs> 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 so, that's funny. What do you, okay, so. You see it all the time, right? All we right. see attorneys with strippers. We see... That's because um, they're in love with them. Shout out to T-Pain. I'm in love with the strip, But I'm just saying, like, it's almost like opposites. Opposites attract in a sense. Do you think? Yeah. Well, okay. So here's my my hot take, right? Yes. It's not even about the education per se, like, because I feel like people balance each other out. So I may be a bookworm, right? But I may not have a lot of social skills. You know why? Because my ass was always studying. So I didn't have a lot of time to deal with people. But I might meet somebody that's a people person that fills in the blanks of me. Right, right. So it's not always about education. It's how y'all kick it and how y'all complete each other as a right. group or a couple, whatever. Yeah. I mean, because then you can have two well-educated people who, you know, they don't know the ass from their their, their face. Right. Um, you know, and street smarts. Street smarts matter. Like for yeah. me, I need you to be, be able to pick up on certain cues um, on the street. Like if you see somebody reaching in a pocket, I need you to know like something may pop off. Are you prepared? Right. Um, so that's just me, though. Um, so a lot of the it was a, a lot of mixed answers when it came to does the level of education play a role in Prospects, um, prospects, prospects, prospects. Move, puppy. Um, I so. think that uh, one thing I would think about. I think that scale moves as you get older. I really think that scale moves as you get older, right? Yeah. Because most of kids, as youngsters, they want it popular, the most cutest. They weren't looking for the person always doing their homework. That guy was stale. But yeah. when you get older and stability becomes a thing, then the metric moves as you get older. You know, as life changes you. So I think it's more towards the latter in your youth versus when you get older. 
Okay. So yeah, I would agree with you because now when you're older, I'm looking for experience too. Um, not so much education, even though it plays a factor. I'm looking for experience. I'm looking Are we there? I'm hold on one second. Hold I lost on. you there for a minute. I was like, uh oh. <laughs> yeah, it's the puppy. Um, I'm looking for, you know, do you bring stability? Because now keep in mind, sometimes your level of education can play a play a role in what kind of job. Hey David, what kind of job you get? You know? Well, okay, so let's say a person's not book smart, but they're a master mechanic. You got to be smart as hell to figure out how to fix stuff and not break or kill somebody. So there's still levels of intellect that you could have that don't really require a book. Right. Yeah. So why do you think um, we have people who are, you know, they, they have multiple degrees, but yet they don't do too well in life. They don't have life skills. They don't, they don't know how to, communicate with people they don't know how to express themselves but well, they can tell you you know the laws from the back of the hand well yeah because it's like in their academic world they are as just as they need to be in their academic world but some people don't do well with things that are not structured education mm-hmm. has a structure to it and sometimes it's like even though you can read a book and retain stuff sometimes picking up on social cues are a real thing Mm-hmm. where people do truly have problems picking up on social cues mm-hmm. where you may tell a joke that's hilarious in the PhD world but somebody like at Walmart is like I don't even know what the hell you talking about bro you know, right. yeah. you know what I mean yeah. so the books are one thing but having social skills is another thing and some people literally physically mentally don't have that capacity like right. you have people who are afraid of clowns because they can't tell the expression on someone's face and that's not even a joke that's a real thing Really? I've, yeah. I've heard of the fear of the clowns. Um, before we go to Kim's comment, go back to Kiki's comment. Mm-hmm. Um, because Kiki says, um, because they are used to books. And so I can see someone getting used to a certain format of education or the way that they um, digest information. Um, and then Kim's comment says, in this day, you have people with master's degrees working at Walmart, so you can't go buy jobs either. Thanks. That is true. That is true. Um, so what kind of message does that say to kids, though? Like, does education really matter, or is it does it matter to an extent? Well, it's a tool just like anything else. Because you never, like, take from a person who went to school for tech and ended up in imports. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the hell you're going to do until you have to do it. So. Right. There are some definitely some life skills that I learned from college, but I wouldn't say that was a complete end all be all my education. It took a lot of life skills that actually gave me the well-rounded view that I have. So, do you feel like someone who has the life skills but not the book smarts can be in a successful relationship with someone who has the book smarts but not the life skills? Yeah, because like it's a perfect balance. Yeah, because it's a shit ton of us who ain't got no damn degrees, and we all here functioning every damn day. <laughs> Listen, we got businesses. We got businesses on top of businesses, on top of businesses. Dude, so, it's like the degree is cool, but it's not the end all be all. You know what I mean? Right. You gotta have some. You gotta have a spark for yourself. You know what yeah. I mean? Regardless of the education, you know. You know the interesting thing is, I've, I now that we're talking about it, and you think back 
in school, mm-hmm. they taught you some life skills, but not as much mm. as necessary, I feel. Right. Um, you know, when it comes to finance, like I think the, these kids that are growing up now have access to a plethora of different resources. When it comes to finance, you have uh, mentors, you have mm-hmm. programs, you have um, curriculums that are now being implemented into schools to include stocks and you oh, know yeah. just the understanding of it all. Versus when we were growing up, it was more so trial and error. Yeah, or get a job, don't be poor. Repeat. <laughs> they taught us how to be employees. They never taught us how to be independent thinkers. Yeah. And the independent thought came from your own personal life ex- life experiences and studies themselves. Right. So Kiki says, um, being a healthcare worker defines this perfectly. Your whole life is education, and then you start the job, and it's nothing like what they told you in school. Yes. Mm. Yes. Kiki with the bars. Come through, Kiki. Hey, Mike. Mike Jones. Jones. Uh, It's very, shout out to you, Mike. Um, There are some nuggets of knowledge that are helpful, but for the most part, you learn your way of handling people and emergencies. That is true. I don't think you can, in the the healthcare industry, I don't think you can ever be prepared. Like, Mm -hmm. you can never know enough. A lot of it, yeah, is going to be hands-on experience because, they're not gonna they're gonna teach you about the main arteries and veins and, and what this does and what that does, but because they're not expecting certain things to happen, um, you know, you won't know. Right. Kim says, I love intelligent black men, they are amazing until I realize they can't apply any of it to life. Or have you ever met someone who is so intelligent that they're stupid? Like, it's almost like they're speaking on a different level. Um, right. Or even someone is trying to impersonate having such knowledge, like being woke. Those woke ones, those woke ones can be challenging. <laughs> I'm telling you, it really, Kiki says, nope, that's why they're calling it practicing medicine. Exactly. Because, mm. you know, and then you got to keep in mind Things that are put in writing can always hold somebody responsible. There can always be a liability because if I tell you this is not going to happen as long as you do this, but you do it and it actually does happen, well, you said that it wasn't going to happen. So now who's at fault? Yeah, but see, that's the scary part about this. People sometimes use these things to not be accountable for their actions, right? Yeah. If you know you down to your last $20 and you go buy a blunt, whose fault is that? And then weed, weed like 15 Yeah. <laughs> That's just dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know you don't have the money to get to. I'm just using that as a random example. You know you don't have the actual money or resources to get to work. Why would you blow it? Right. That's just dumb. That's when you start sitting here calculating distance and time. and Right. So Mike says, Traffic, um, you know, conditions, helpful, but not a necessity. Right. Yes, I agree with you. Um, it prepares you. It prepares you for life. Um, you know, it teaches you about the history of the world. Some of the history, not all. It's going to teach you what they want you to know. Um, for some but real that's facts. That's kind of wittily, though. That's you getting out in this world and trying to figure some shit out. Yeah, I say it so bluntly. You yeah. know what I mean? Because there's nothing 
being all in the streets is not going to serve you any purpose. Being all in the books, not so you have to find your balance the between balance. both. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree with you 100%. And some people don't even have the opportunity to find balance because it's almost as if your parents have your path already picked out for you. Um, so yeah, I mean, I education going to school and to college isn't for everybody, that's why there's different there's trade schools. Um, you know, there's, um, I mean, junior college, if you don't want to go to like a four year or something like that, or you can go right into the workforce or one thing that they're not really teaching us. And I know they didn't teach me when I was younger. They're not teaching you about being an entrepreneur and working for yourself. They're always saying, what do you want to be when you grow up? Right. Because you got to understand the educational system is built as a training ground to make people naturally employees. Mm. I, I actually read that where they are actually from the time you come to school, they're actually training you to be somebody's employee. Right. Just by the structure, being somewhere eight to nine hours a day, having to be on time. But I said some of these principles don't hold true in the real world, but mm-hmm. it's more prone to make you an employee, someone's best employee ever, but it's not actually meant to empower you. Yeah. That's the game. So you have to, you know, find your balance, you know. Right. Yeah. Because I ain't gonna lie, this corporate money on been paying some bills for a minute. <laughs> I mean, it gives you, you stability, and there's nothing wrong with the corporate world because I mean I like stability. So yeah. Kiki says, I went to junior college for paramedic and university for nursing. So yeah, the both of them tie in. One like I mean, you can go anywhere with that. Um the thing is. Okay, so, you know, I think it's Canada. Canada gets free education and free health care. Is that correct? Yeah. I know the health care stuff is for sure. So I know somewhere gets free education. I know we don't. Um, mm-hmm. So it's always interesting when you think about it. Like, you pay to go to school to get a degree, and hopefully you get a job so then you can pay off the degree, the cost of the degree. Mm. It's, it's so... it's. I feel like education should be free because, hey, everybody may not want to go to school. So at least give them the opportunity to make that decision. Um, Kim says entrepreneurship is taught more in white people's schools. I'm going to wait for her to stop telling the truth. (laughs) Kim, you stop telling the truth. Kiki said yes. Okay. Yeah, they both go hand in hand. So, um, I mean... At the end of the day, uh, whether you want to further your education or not is really just a self-choice. Um, I can't necessarily knock anyone who chooses not to because, like I said, it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I could only say, you know, just having deter- determination to want something, want to complete something in life, at least um <laughs> at least uh high school kiki says girl this is another topic that you're gonna make me get on my soapbox <laughs> let's do it let's you know we're it. gonna have you up here kiki one evening actually kiki if you want to come up now um then you are more than welcome um i will send you the invite um we're gonna have phil joining us in just a minute um but, okay, so we've all come to do, to agree on a sense that um, the level of education doesn't necessarily factor in when mm-hmm. it comes to dating. So what are some things 
that you think people should actually be factoring in when it comes to dating? Um. Oh, do me a favor. Pull up on um, Dave's topic. Yes. And then, um... David says... Do you think it's difficult for intellectual opposites to stimulate one another's interests? How do you think that plays into the socioeconomic divide? Mm. Listen, first of all, David, don't be putting up words up there that's kind of difficult to pronounce. Hey, I know well, Dave. He's he big smart. He, he, he big I know, smart. I can tell. He hit us with two questions. So, Socioeconomical. Okay. Yeah. The, big the words first, excite me. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know how to get on this thing. I'll send you a link, Kiki, and this is very easy. Um, so I'll let RG tackle that question. Um, um, the first one. I don't think it's difficult. Um, I think you have to know the person and what their intent is. I think we're going back to something you said in a previous episode. Knowing someone's intent can help you work around a lot of things. Yeah, it kind of helps if a person understands when you're reading a PhD or something like that. Well, it's not required. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is that you guys have to be able to understand each other. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, babe, you may, um, could you keep it down there playing Xbox? I'm doing this smart shit. Okay, hun, boom. Because you guys have understanding. And I say that jokingly, but I'm being dead serious. You know, you could have a person who's a welder, but a person who is a principal, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. my thing is finding your balance. Right. Um and I think sometimes when we watch television, we actually get a misconception of how this thing works. Because we always see on TV, oh boy, get the degree, and then he peace out on his woman. And she yeah. helped them study for the degree. Right. So we get such negative looks at how that could work. But it can work. And it actually works more than it doesn't. Right. Um, so I think it's sometimes the way we sensationalize it actually is worse than what it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick commercial break because our guest is here looking all educated in the background. <laughs> okay, Mr. Watkins. Okay. Yeah. So um, you guys stay tuned. This is He Said What Would Your Girl Simply Bring? And RG, the new corporate commander. Oh, I'm so done. Commercial. <laughs> Just hit us with a commercial. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your girl, P, with P's Intuition here on the He Said What Network. Join me each and every Sunday at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time for your spiritual guidance, spiritual clarity, and intuitive oracle reading. All right. See y'all. Peace. Yes, Phil. Come through. Okay. Come to clean, man. I'm about to step my game up, turn my camera off, and get right. (laughs) Oh, no, man. I just got off work. I just do a head on and, and I'm keeping it moving, man. So I appreciate y'all for letting me have, um, let me share on this topic. You know, I was, I saw uh, when you posted the question, you know, and it, uh, and I, w- I couldn't, I, I really couldn't put my hand on like what my answer would be. So do I think like school education is important? I mean, I guess it I guess it just all depends. Right. Like, I mean, but to me, when I when I was thinking about education, I was thinking more about like the things that I've learned from my upbringing, you know, like uh, being educated by my father, by my mom, you know, my grandmothers, you know, 
we we you know our you know I feel like that 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 generation not far removed from Jim Crow and everything. I feel like there was so much to learn from them. Um, and you know, like I'm a you know I, I like to you know dibble and dabble and, and definitely you know like read the Bible. And I feel like education is important because like the Bible teaches men and women how to love each other, right? And you need to know how to properly love me in in the relationship that I'm in, you know. So education, you know, like education, I, I feel like is a is a means to an end, like the whole schooling part. Like depending upon what you want to do with your life, like to me, like that really doesn't matter. Like what matters is like how you treat me. You know, and I feel like you need to be educated properly through your upbringing, you know, through your spirituality. You know, I, I feel like those two those two pieces are important, you know, when we're talking about is education important in and, and that aspect. Yes. But schooling wise, no, because I'm not looking for somebody to, you know, uh, I'm not looking for somebody to supplement my income or go half with another. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for. Like I'm secure and I'm at peace and I'm happy and I need somebody else to be with. I, we need to me and that person need to be able to be happy together. You know what right. I'm saying? You can't just be. Uh, uh, so in, in that case, like you have to learn how you have to learn certain things. You have to have general principles, morals, you know, and things like that. If you're going to be able to be, I think, effective and in, in, uh, in a relationship. Right. Okay. So before before you respond, Archie, we actually have another guest who has decided to come in and join us in the hot seat. The one and only. It's Kiki. Oh. Oh. oh what's she going? What's she going? Wait. There we go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Kiki. Hi. Thank hey, you for joining us. Yes. Okay. So RG will let RG respond, and then Kiki, if you want to um, add in as well, you're more than welcome to do so. So yeah, I'm just um, thinking about what you said, Brother Phil. So pretty much like education from your aspect is the, is the passed down life experiences of our ancestors and our people that help protect us and give us the way to how to treat each other and protect each other for the future. Is that pretty close to what you're saying? Yeah, that's pretty close to what I'm saying. I mean, if not spot on, um, you know, like I just feel like I feel like our upbringing, like especially like the things that I learned from my grandma. I mean, I learned so much from her. I learned so much from my parents, you know, my aunts, uncles, you know, and from a generation where I kind of feel like that generation kind of made the next generation a great because a great generation of people. Now, I don't know what's going on with the with this new this new stuff that's going on because uh, <laughs> and, and you, you can't tell me. You can't tell me like, cause I I, I could honestly honestly say I'm in the corporate world. I've been in it for 11 years. You know, I'm a senior accountant. You know, I've been doing that for you know, I've been in a senior account for like five years now. And the thing that I've seen is like the new that I've seen them usher in the next generation of professionals and everything. And although I could easily say they're just as smart as I'm, I'm and and. And and I'm proud of them for that. They're, they're just as smart as any other generation that came before them, school wise. But look at all the craziness that's going on 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 Instagram, Facebook, you know, social media. Is there there's something missing there? That there's something that school cannot teach them on on how to 
behave or project themselves or, or whatever. Like it's a lot of craziness that's going on. And I even feel like our generation gets caught up in their craziness because we learn how to, we grew up in a generation where we learn how to love each other. Like we grew up outside, you know, boys and girls, like we had a tremendous about amount of love and respect. And that's just, that's where the street smarts go. Right. It's not just about being able to, you know, check to see if somebody reaching in a, you know, in their, in a bag for a gun or anything like that. It's also about like, it's also about like knowing how to easily adapt to the people that are around you. And these young smart kids, now think about it, they grow up on the tablets, they got all the education in the world, and look and look at how the world has changed so much, right. you know, like, and uh, I don't know, I just, I just don't feel like the school thing is really going to do it for me, like, it's, it's, it's much deeper in, you know, than just the school aspect. Right, okay. Yeah, because I don't think I want my kid lighting fireworks inside of my house. Right. Especially not a Pikachu one. <laughs> Yeah, what do you think? What do you think as far as um the education? Do you think education? And I know that you commented in the box, but do you think the education should factor in when it comes to even dating and weaning out prospects? Um, it helps. Uh, I think, but it it also depends on the degree, like. Uh, earlier you had said something about like people going into college but then they have all this debt that they have to pay off and stuff like that um and that was what made me want to get on my soapbox because I've done a lot of research on that and there's some people that go into BS degrees like I don't know they major in um, art or they major in English or <laughs> weird degrees that's like you don't need if you want to learn about Shakespeare, go to the library and read a book about Shakespeare. Don't get into thousands, tens of thousand dollars into debt and only to end up with a job that won't help you pay it off if you even end up with a job at all. So as far as the relationship, I wouldn't say that it matters. Like I said earlier, you just got to have something going on for yourself. Like, you know, if you decide to take the route of running your own business, you know, or you happen to have like a, a pretty good job that you didn't necessarily need college for, you know, um, that's what I care about. You just got to have stuff going on for yourself. Like, I don't want you to be a lazy bum if you want me to be dating you. Like, right. you got to have something, right. you know, what are you doing, you know? So, yeah. That makes sense. Um, I honestly, I agree with you. For me, I feel like if if you don't create a challenge for me, then you know, if I'm always the one teaching you, but I'm not getting anything in return, you're not teaching me anything new, then this is going to be a, a great experience for you. But like, what do I get? I have to get something out of it. So for me, someone who, yeah, has an education, it does matter. But I'd rather someone also have experience, have life experiences, mm -hmm. because we can, 
we can all go to a school and get an education, get a piece of paper, but we all can't have those same type of life experiences. So like Phil was saying, you know, um, where do you come from? What is your background like? Like what, what did you go through that made you who you are today? That's most important. Oh gosh. Yes, RG. Everybody can't get a degree because it'd be more of us with degrees. <laughs> so it'd be a hell of a lot more of us if we could all just go get them. This right. ain't Walmart. <laughs> Amazon. Yeah. It but sounds no. good theory. Yeah, we can all get it, but uh I don't know about you, but I, I still can't find my degree. I left it somewhere. I think I want It's so. in the glove box somewhere. Yes. I left it outside in the car. So yeah. So it's like, what do you bring? What it goes to the whole, what do you right. bring to the table? Like, yeah. what do you come with? What can you teach me um, right. that I have not already either learned mm-hmm. or that I have not already experienced? What excitement can you bring other than us getting chased by the cops or something? Because, I mean, I don't look at that as a form of excitement. No. Um, right. No. And I, I feel like I feel like education is a lifelong journey anyway. So if you're not with somebody that you can learn from, then, you know, there's no even there's no point even even, you know, being in that relationship. I, I'm I'm like you, you know, I, I need to be able to gain something from it, you know, and it, it doesn't have to be anything material, uh, financial or, or anything like that. I'm not looking for that. Like, I'm, I'm just looking to grow, you know, into <laughs> what you, you laughing at. <laughs> Laughing at Kim. Kim says, Bree, I'm gonna need you to clarify experience because I hear prison is an experience too. Ooh, <laughs> wow. I don't want to talk about good experience. Yeah, that sharing shower life ain't for me, homie. Sorry, just not <laughs> you gotta be careful not to drop the soap. Ain't nobody trying to Mm-mm. deal with you know all what, that. You know what though? You know, I, I can say this right. I I you know, even with people in those experiences with those experiences, I feel like you can learn from anybody. Like, you know, I have a, I have a little eight-year-old and I were, the one thing that I learned from him, I remember he was like maybe four years old. We were at a park and he asked for some, he'd been asking about carrots all day. We ended up at a park that sold carrots, go figure. Yeah. And uh, I remember he got the carrots, but he didn't like the carrots, you know? And, uh, and I found myself getting upset and frustrated with him, you know, and I, I remember, like, I remember, like, I was talking to him, and uh, and I and I kind of got a little angry with him. This is before I really learned how to, you know, I, before I really found my peace, too. You know, I was going through a whole lot of stuff, and, you know, uh, and my son, I remember I, 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 I was a little too rough on him, and I could tell that he was just so upset. He was just excited to be at the party. He just probably wanted to play, for all I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember he was so upset. You know, and I looked at him and I felt so bad because I I love him unconditionally, you know. And the one thing that I learned from him is because I, I, I found my I checked myself and I apologized to him, you know. And I remember he just forgave me, you know. And mm-hmm. the one thing that I learned from him is that we have to be resilient, you know. And we lose that as we get older because we come we become so hardened by all of our trials and tribulations, like we, we're supposed to, we, we're, we're talking about education, right? We're supposed yeah. to learn from the the things that we go through. And a lot of times I feel like we, I feel like we, we I, think about how innocent a child is and how beautiful a child is. And like, think about how like 
the way that my son loves me, I would love for a grown woman <laughs> to to love me and be resilient in that same way, you know. So, you know, we I, I so even though even though brother man might have went to you know prison or sister yeah. girl went to you know prison, I feel like in those I feel like those experiences that that they might have gone through, especially I mean, because you gotta you have to be mentally tough to get through that bid, yes. you know. You have to be mentally tough. And if somebody can go in and come out and bounce back and, you know, start their own business or whatever, I feel like there's so much to learn from somebody like that. You right. Know? Yeah. So. Sometimes exactly. people got to be removed from situations um, yeah. in order to grow, in order yeah. to get away from distractions, in order to get away from uh, being comfortable. Um, yeah. Because when you're comfortable, then it's almost like you already know what to expect. That's just like, you know, working in corporate America. You know, you clock in, you do your job, go back out. In a week or two, you get a paycheck. You get your benefits, you get time off, you get health care, all that. You're supposed to at least. But then (laughs) when things shake the world up with the universe up where we have, um, you know, stock market crashes and and things like that and pandemics, it stirs it up. So now you go from expecting um, the norm to, I don't know what's about to happen. I don't know if I'm going to have a job. Well, think of it like this. You got guys like Mike Tyson saying, I found my peace in prison because it took me away from all the problems. Right. At the peak of his career, he found his most peaceful time in prison away from everything. So Mm -hmm. there's a lesson there. Yeah, we may joke about it and go a little wackadoo, but yeah, there's there's jewels everywhere, no matter where you, you just got to be wise enough and humble enough to pick up the jewel wherever it drops at. You know what I'm saying? Nope. Absolutely. I, I will say being um, younger, um, when I first started college, all the way up until when I graduated, there was always something happening, you know, always something unfortunate that I took as a, um, what do you call just putting a wrench in my groove, what I had going on at the time. And, you know, my mind state at that point was, you know, the universe hates me. I don't understand what I did for all this stuff to be happening. It wasn't until it was time for me to graduate that I realized why I was going through all of those things that I was going through that I didn't see anyone else have to go through, but I did. And when I finally realized it, it actually made me a better um, healthcare provider. Mm. Mm. When I would deal with patients that they would be like, it was this one patient who um, she fainted for the first time and she didn't understand what was going on with her and she would go in and out of consciousness. And um, I ended up having to clean her up and she kept apologizing to me and, you know, she felt bad and she was like, you know, I'm making so much work for you guys and all this other stuff. And I sat and spoke to her for like five minutes and I told her, you know, look, I had, someone have to do this for me in a very uh, not pristine situation that I did not ask for. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want you to ever feel like you're 
making too much work for me or feel bad that you're asking for assistance. You know, that's not what it's about. You know, it did thinking back and I constantly think back on all the things that I had to go through when I'm at work. It brought, it brings me back. It makes me grounded. So when I do deal with these patients, I'm able to relate to them a lot more. I don't think if I, um, didn't have to go to the hospital as many times as I did for the multiple times that, you know, multiple reasons that I did. I don't think I would be able to relate to people in the same way. Mm. Life lessons yeah. is definitely something. It's interesting because I think um, we all go through something that we're not prepared for. Uh, and it definitely teaches you, it gives you a new outlook at life. So, um, I'll ask RG because Phil gave us an example with his son and resilience. Um, and Kiki just gave us an example as well. RG, what is what is something in life, right, that you had to learn from an experience and not actually something that was taught in school? Man, when I had a damn nervous breakdown. Because, <laughs> okay. you know, it's like one of those things where, you know, you hide that man, you know, he crying in the car. And man, that life got on my ass, pause, whatever. And dude, I find myself smoking out the window like goddamn Bruno Mars. And I didn't know what the hell was happening. Oh, Walking man. up and down the street and somebody had to come get me. And it humbled me, man. But, you know, it's easy to, you know, ha ha, man, he lost his shit, whatever, whatever. But until you be out here like, dum dum diddy, jam, you have oh, no clue what <laughs> where, where your mind is going. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I was like literally... At that point, it was like I was watching TV. I was watching myself tripping, but I couldn't stop myself. It's like I was literally sitting down on YouTube watching myself bugging out. And I was like, yo, somebody should stop this. Why don't you? You're watching yourself. It was just as surreal as that. And you have to find out what pushed you to that point. How do you learn from that? And how do you heal yourself in a way where you can actually function and get back in the game? Because yeah. at that time, I couldn't just check out, but I had too many people to care for. Yeah. But the, I let all the stuff pile up, and I didn't deal with my stress properly to the point where it got me. Right. And it happens to a lot of people every day, and some people come up out of it, and they become cool, and some people never come up out of it, and it takes them under. Right, yeah. So, yeah, the real talk. I, I say that jokingly, but yeah, your boy lost his shit. Wow. Real talk. You know, I... um. You hear a lot of people that say, I'm an empath. I'm an empath. I can feel other people's energy and, and, and when they're you know down and, and I just soak it up. Um, but then you also see them stressing at the same time um, because they don't know how to get rid of that. So I don't call myself an empath. But one thing that I, I come to realize with life is that I can pick up on people's energies and I will sit here and I will talk to someone who's depressed, who's down. I sometimes call myself a fixer-upper, or at least I find fixer-uppers. Um, and, you know, at a point in life, you come to realize that you can't save everybody. Mm, and that's yeah. okay. It's okay to understand and recognize that you... You are not a messiah. You are not God. Some things are bigger than you, and you have to learn to be okay with it. And once you learn to be okay with it, then that's when you do as much as you can and leave the rest to God. 
and 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 teach people that too so that they know how to deal with their own troubles but i know for me for the longest i would get upset if i couldn't help somebody um it would really really bother me um and then i came to realize like yo i'm helping everybody else but who is helping me who who pours back into your glass um mm. because you have people that are take 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 not give you nothing back yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, being okay, knowing that you can't heal the world, that's mm -hmm. not your job as much as you want to. And that's okay. Um, that was a learning lesson for me. And it's a daily learning lesson for me. It's to the point now, y'all, where I work in a call center, right? And I handle like high priority type of situations. It's to the point now where my body is like, as soon as I clock out, I, I forget everything. I forget who I done spoke with. <laughs> I come to work the next day. They'd be like, yes, Sabrina, you spoke to this customer. Son. I'm like, who the hell is that? You just <laughs> spoke with them yesterday. I don't remember them. And I really don't remember. You know, so. I, I, I adopted that uh, some mm -hmm. years back. I, I, stopped, I stopped caring. Like, we, we put so much. I don't know. And, and see, that's another part of the schooling thing, right? They teach us how to be workers and you know and to 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 be the best that we can at our jobs and you can even see it like nobody's going to work and and cussing people out and all this other stuff because see everybody pay cares about their paycheck everybody cares about providing but see i want to see the way that i want to be treated in a relationship is the way people act when they are at work like you got some sense you know what i'm saying and uh but I learned how to do that. <laughs> no, dog, because I hang up on no, your ass in a minute at work. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> click. You don't want me at work because I don't give a damn. I, I, <laughs> you you want me but at the crib. <laughs> but you know what, though? Like the, the one thing that I had to learn was I had to learn. I had to learn. And, and we all and we all, I think, do this earlier on before we it click in our head. And hopefully yes. maybe maybe none of y'all ever went through that. But I know me personally. The people in my personal life, I treated, I didn't treat better than the people that I worked with, you know, and, um, and I, and the, the way that I changed my life is that I have to be able to, the person that I am at work has to be the exact same person that I am at home and vice versa. So if I'm not going to do, if I'm not going to say this or do that while I'm at work, I'm not doing it at home either, you know? Right. But I had to learn how to disconnect from my job, you know, because uh, you 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 already, especially when your relationship, you're taking so much stress home. You're taking so much stress. It, it affects your kids. It affects, you know, your your you know your partner. You know, and uh, I, I just think it's important, like like you said, uh, Bree, to you know just leave work at work. You know, when I clock out five o'clock, I'm done. I don't even think about work. I don't think about working the next morning. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not until I clock in. That's it. Yeah. No. That's 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 the way where you find peace. And that's how you live in peace. And that's how you you keep the two separated. Because you're not getting paid off the clock. Them, mm -h
Because we're going to go ahead. We're going to go around. Um, we'll let Kiki. Uh, I'll let you. Okay, wait, hold on. Let's see. So David says, um, we are taught to care more for others than ourselves. Very true. Very true. Um, Kim says, I was a retail manager for almost 30 years. It took me over 25 of those to adopt the zero fucks method. <laughs> yes. Yes, Kim. I think we still got some people that's learning it. Mm -hmm. uh, power be to you. So what we're going to do is we're going to um, go ahead and get ready to wrap things up. Kiki, please let the people know um, if you want them to follow you or not. Um, the choice is yours. Um, where can they find you on social media? How can they reach out to you? If you got anything coming up or any announcements that you're going to give, the floor is yours. Well, I'm not a celebrity like all y'all, so I don't really have anything. Uh, I have my Facebook. Um, that's um, Kier Renee slash Nurse Lovely. Yeah, it's a nickname that they gave me because it's lovely and I'm a nurse. So, yeah, I'm lovely. And then um, I have an Instagram. I don't remember what that's called because I don't <laughs> really be on. Oh, I think yeah, I don't remember. Oh. Um, that's pretty much it, really, I think. I'm mainly on Facebook, so if anyone want to follow me on Facebook, then that's uh, Kier Renee slash Nurse Lovely. Okay, You'll awesome. see my face. Thank you so much for coming on at the last minute. We finally got you on the soapbox. Yeah. <sighs> we'll definitely have to have you back again. And then, Phil, sir, thank you so much for coming on tonight, rocking with us, busting us with gems. Let us know what do you have going on? Where can they find you? Um, I'm going to put up your Instagram, but if you want to give them any additional uh, contact info, then you are more than welcome to do so, sir. Listen, listen, uh, I am an accountant, but I do have like a little music channel. Y'all make sure y'all follow me on Boom Bad Music Channel. Mm-hmm. Bad Music Channel, we have a lot of dope content. Uh, we cover a lot of... Uh, unsigned, undiscovered, underground artists, you know, and that, that's what the platform is all about. I don't I don't talk about none of their business, none of that. I'm not, it's not messy. It's all love, you know, just sharing music and uh, interviews. I got a top five countdown. I do a little bit of everything, but uh, y'all make sure y'all uh, follow me on Instagram at Boom Bat Music Channel. I appreciate it. All right, go ahead, boom, bat music channel. Um, RG, sir, I guess I'll go and then I'll let you close out. Um, Aww, so, so good, yes. Um, so it's the girl Simply Bree. Thank you guys so much for rocking with us. This is the He Said What <laughs> show, and um, this is amazing. Thank you guys again. Um, the comments, you guys were hilarious, educational at the same time, little ratchetness. So it was a mixture of everything. Um, we appreciate you guys supporting the network. Please make sure if you have not done so already that you like this episode, you comment your favorite part 
Or you can even comment, do you feel that level of education is important when you are dating for your prospects? And then also share this video, share this with someone. Um, subscribe to the channel, which is He Said What Relationships. And um, you can find me on social media. Just look up Simply Bree, that's S-I-M-P-L-E-E-B-R-E-E. And um, here every Wednesday, um, usually we have our Cocoa Puff master himself, Alan Newman Jr. But right now he is on vacation. So shout out to you, Alan. Um, yeah, that's all that I have going on. I don't have any... I ain't got nothing coming up, so it's nothing worth mentioning, at least. So you guys can check me out here. And then um, we have the man himself, the, the new Cobra Commander. That is right. Mr. RG himself. <laughs> Sir, go ahead and wrap things up for us. Thank you kindly. I am RG, part of the um, trio we call Simply Sports on Monday. One half of Moon Man Moves on Instagram. I'm pretty much a lot of places on the internet and nowhere at the same time. Also have a little gaming channel called 40 Still Gaming. Or me and my kids, we just bring the joy of um, internet, computers, and technology to the people. Um, if you want to talk to me about any of those things or anything else, our games I is the best way to find me on Instagram. Do me a favor, y'all. Walk into my DMs. Don't slide. <laughs> Gotta block you. <laughs> These these uh these um divorces mad expensive. I ain't trying to do all that. So just walk mm -hmm. in, be we'll comment, no problems. be out. Right. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I just appreciate everyone um checking us out. Shout out to brother Dave, Kim, Kiki. Thank you for coming on the show. Oh my gosh, Mike Jones in the building. Yes. Um, who? Mike, Mike Jones. Jones. Great Diamond, Phil Watts, man. I just appreciate everyone checking us out. It's always a pleasure to be able to serve you guys, entertain you, and educate myself as well as you. Yes. Other than that, let's take it home, Bray. Jesus All hands. right. So Jesus hands. I'm done with him, y'all. Don't don't even. Next week, I want I'm you sure guys to tune that. in because we are talking about when ghosting is appropriate. So you want to make sure that you guys tune in next week because I think that it's going to be a very interesting topic once again. So outside of that, um, that's all we got for you. So until next time, you guys have a good night. Thank you again, Phil and Kiki, for joining us. RG, as always, coming through. And um, yeah, you guys take care. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for supporting the He Said What Network. Please make sure that you are subscribing, clicking the notification bell, and making sure that you are tuned in each and every show as we continue to bring you nothing but the best content. Shows start on Sunday with Let's Connect with Peace Intuition, 11.30 a.m. until 12 p.m. Mondays, we have The Simply Sports Show with your host, RG, and one mic. Show starts 8 p.m. until 9.30 p.m. Tuesdays, you are in the Credit Lab podcast with your host, Ronnie Francois, starting at 6 p.m. And Wednesdays, the He Said What show with your host, Simply Bree and Alan M. Newman Jr. Show starts from 8 p.m. until 9 p.m. All shows are on Eastern Standard Time. For more information, visit www.hesaidwhatnetwork.com.
www.thebridgeforyou.com. Join us as we bridge the gap in communication between Black men and women.